Yeah. Yes, sir. So, so this is pretty much the time where we have some cool, like funny, sarcastic intro, but in honor of Phil Eddie, fucking mail it in this week. I'm not even trying <laughs> this week on top five for fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on top five for fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years, decades of years. That's first of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay. We are are going to talk about spoilers. That would have been a huge dick move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going (laughs) to shit on something. Tell you what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just hauling <laughs> ass. Nothing but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. All right. So, um... We got like an abbreviated show for you this week. Nothing fancy. We don't have a top five list. We're just going to kind of shoot the shit and talk about stuff that's happened last few days because uh, we just did an episode like four days ago and um, we got uh, we got something pretty massive happening for us tomorrow. We've been waiting on for about what five months now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's been it's been all over four or five months yep, for so sure. Gonna hop on a plane, get drunk, fly around the world, and come right back home. Well, I didn't know we were drinking on this trip. I didn't think that was oh, going to happen. Okay, I'll take care of that tonight then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the uh, the group is fired up. The group text chat that we have should be pay-per-view. It's uh, for, ridiculous. For real. Fucking, it's bonkers. It's The Phil it's, it's and Ryan rivalry like, is alive and well. It's almost like an episode of Sunny in Philadelphia, but through text. It's like it's like when we were kids and we played Bard's Tale. I turned left, and it was great because it was great fun because that's all we knew. That's what this is. Right. This is sunny in Philadelphia without the pictures, but there it's are great, pictures. Def- but there are that's, pictures. That's a great description of it. Pretty good. So yeah, we hop on a plane Friday. Got just some fun running around. We're gonna have a lunch at my favorite Mexican place up in uh, the hometown of Waterford. Those chimichangas that I cannot wait to chew on, and then. Uh, Saturday we head to Ann Arbor, just get fucking nuts, and then Sunday we head to Little Caesars Arena for the Wings game, and then fly home Monday. We uh in Orlando on Sunday, Saturday, I had breakfast. We went to this place called Motorworks Chimichanga. Not not trying to change the subject. I had no, a bre- no. I had a breakfast chimichanga, and it was yeah. Amazing. I saw the picture. It was amazing. Spe- yeah, basically because the bourbon sit next to it with the bacon in it, but still. So it will happen. So I'm going to go to Michigan to have Mexican food when I live in the heart of Little Mexico. Seriously, you will have. <laughs> I, now that's not to say that these chimichangas are like the greatest in the world to like to everyone else's. I I grew up with these chimichangas. This is your childhood. Nothing, nothing comes close to these things for me. Fair enough. Uh, the owners of the place. I grew up, you'll see when we get there, you could walk from this place to the condo that I grew up in, um, you know, with parents, my sister, that was across the parking lot from us. The owner lived for this place. So I grew up best friends with um, the, that family, basically, and we ate there a lot just nice. over the years. 
their ground beef chimichanga is with melted cheese and sour cream, which you'll see when the waitress comes over. I don't even like, I already know what I'm doing, what I'm going to order. Um, but you'll see their chips and salsa are fantastic. Just like any Mexican place. They're always good. Perfect. It's really good. You know, I make that joke about the Mexican food in Michigan. I remember, uh, Susan and I were watching, we watch a lot of food network because you know, we like food Ooh. and, one of the they have all these different shows about you know the best thing I ever ate or my favorite restaurant. One of the right. guys said his favorite seafood restaurant is in Ann Arbor, which Ann Arbor doesn't seem on... doesn't seem right. But no, when you see Ann Arbor, you'll get it because there are restaurants everywhere. It's been on Man versus Food. He did a tailgate edition where there was a place there that he did. I can look it up, find out which place it was. There are places to eat in Ann Arbor that are known countrywide. It's a it's an amazing campus slash city. I, I'm excited you're getting to see it in November because it will be awesome. Cold? Oh, I thought you were gonna say cold. No, weather for kickoff: fifty degrees and sunny. Yeah, but it's gonna be thirty nine that night. Uh, shorts and a sweatshirt. I, I listen. I like the cold as much as I like the cold as much as everybody else. I will have long pants on, just because if we're gonna be out in it all day, I cannot be getting pneumonia. I have this sweet fucking job now. I'm this high powered executive. I can't be coming back sick. Hey, I'm so happy to be back. I may not have pants on. <laughs> well, now now see that changes things because if that's the situation, then I'm all in. Fifty and sunny, dude. That is shorts and a sweatshirt and a hat all day long. If it stays that way, you never know what's going to happen with the weather there, but so far it looks like it's going to be a perfect day. Yeah. Uh, well, seven 30, it'll be dark. Yes, it will. It will get colder at night. So, it, it, yeah. It'll be dark at seven 30 and time. I guess changes I have this to week- plan ahead for that. Time changes this weekend. Yeah, I'm so over this. Can we just get rid of it, please? Can we just stay on daylight savings time? I mean, Florida's tried for a couple years now and I don't know what the holdup is. Well, you know what? We'll talk about it for a second. Um, we don't have it out west. You know why it doesn't affect us? Because of where we are by the equator. Do you know what time not changing somewhere like Washington State or Maine or Boston is? It's literally dark when you leave and come home. It's, I remember. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's really bad for those people. I mean, I know why they did it, and we don't need it anymore because of technology, but that was a hundred years ago. No, I know. I know. I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. It's like get rid of it. Stay on daylight savings time. Stay on the one that we're going to. No, stay on what keeps it light longer. hundred well, percent. Still the same amount of light per day. It's just whether it gets here earlier or later. Well, in the summertime when it doesn't get dark till after nine o'clock, that's pretty nice. That when is pretty nice. And when it's when you come home and it's dark at five o'clock, that's that's, that's the one. That's the one that we should stay on is the one for, through the summer. I'd like to thank yes. I'd like to thank the marketing angel for serving me up a, a new drink. I will tip I will tip my waitress big time. Nice job. She's over here ignoring um, me. Yeah, I'm saying that we should stay permanently on daylight savings time. Got you. Fair enough. Um, what else is going on since we're mailing in this week? Not much. Um. Big news out of Las Vegas today, if you're a sports fan at all. Uh, another million-dollar athlete with a nickel brain. A nickel? You're giving him that much credit? 
I'm gonna tell you what, this boy's in some hot water now. He's facing. Oh, up. he's done. He, his uh, career's over. Well, his career's over for sure, but he's probably gonna be in jail for 15 years. Stupidity. Blood alcohol level 0.16. Henry Ruggs the third, wide receiver for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, number right. 12 overall pick in the 2019 draft. Um, driving his Corvette with a 0.16 blood alcohol level, rear-ended a RAV4 with a young lady and her dog in it. The car exploded, caught on fire, the woman's dead. They said he was at 156 miles an hour, and he decelerated to 127. Did you know which that? Means, did you know that they could get nothing. that information from your airbag, your airbag system? Now, did you know that? Yeah, it's just like a black box in a plane. I did not know that. 100, mm-hmm. 157 miles an hour. He was doing 127 on impact. He was driving a Corvette. The front it's end specifically is specifically for this reason. Good, good. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'm fine with it because I'm never going to be doing 157. Um, was visibly impaired. His girlfriend was in the car with him. Totally messed up. Faces 20 years for DUI manslaughter while intoxicated. DUI manslaughter, and he also faces up to six for, um, it's like a reckless driving or something. But uh, in in he's he's in jail. They yeah. let him out. He has to stay at home, monitored, no alcohol, blah 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 blah. But hey, the good news is he's free to sign with whatever team he can. He wants hey, to now. And the only thing, enjoy your time at home because it's going to be limited. Yeah, it ain't going to be long because when you go to court, you're going to be done. There's, I mean, he ain't getting, he's not getting off from that at all. Driving that fast, these athletes are so fucking stupid. It drives me nuts. You know what? I've spent a a little bit of time in Vegas, not like the city proper, enough to know, understand the the landmarks. I got to look up and see where he was because I'd like to know where he was doing 156 miles an hour and there was a red light. I mean, if you're strip. like, if you're out you're in the lucky fucking, to hit twenty, oh, you, yeah, lucky. I agree on the strip. You, you're lucky to hit twenty, but there's lots of. I mean, Vegas has got a lot of areas just like Tampa does. So in right. St. Pete, but 156. I mean, why would anybody? Well, he wasn't in his right mind. Think that you could do that in a city proper? I mean, hey, you're in Vegas. Go out to the desert. The road is straight, and all you're going to hit is a coyote, maybe a roadrunner. Maybe both of them at the same time if you hit if you're in the cartoon world. I I'm yeah, you're not hitting the Roadrunner. I've seen too many. I've seen a documentary on that. It's just way smarter than a coyote. Because he had no bird food, no bird seed. Probably Correct. wasn't. You're right. Yeah. So that was um. I saw pictures of the car, not her car, but his car. I saw it. It was. I just as soon as I saw it, I just closed it. I like. I I don't want. I don't. It's. I'm so sick of hearing about these idiot celebrity athletes, whoever that are just. You're making millions of dollars and you can't pay for an Uber or you can't. You can't. Hey, buddy, here, here's five hundred bucks. Can you? Can, can I'm gonna. Can you stay sober and drive us around. Here's the keys. It's so easy, Greg. I've it's always. So easy. I've always used the Uber and the cab argument, but here's the best part: the NFL in the last several years. If you notice, in the last several years. The number of NFL players that have gotten DUIs has literally, it's gone. Like, I really don't remember the last time I heard of an NFL player having a DUI. Do you? I mean, yeah, it's been been a while. They have a ride service. No questions asked. All you do is call the number, and the NFL has a car at your door to take you wherever you want to go to prevent shit like this. So... 
I mean, yeah. Hey, you know it's, what? Hats off to the NFL for, for providing that service. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I know agree. that I know that they can afford it, but how dumb do you have to be to not take that? It's and crazy. even for um, just for an example for us common folk, um, the last time I flew, I came in. It was when I was coming back from Texas. Um, landed at Tampa St. Pete. I landed at Tampa Airport, and I got my. It was like the first time I ever did a lift. I got a lift instead of Uber. I just. It was the first one I picked. From the airport to where we live here in Oldsmar, it was eighteen bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's about a half hour drive. Realistically, let's say if we were to go to Tampa to party to hang out, walk the city, drink, like just say it was, um, what's the big pirate shit they do? Gasparilla. Um, Gasparilla. If we were to go there for Gasparilla, spend the whole day, set aside 18 bucks, 20 bucks just to get a ride home. It's a no brainer. Yeah. It's not hard. It really isn't hard. It blows my mind. I just, but in, in again, with the text that me, you and Richard have, I said, it's just youth and celebrity. And then you mix in millions of dollars, and you become instantly stupid. It was it was more about him wanting to be a cool mofo in his badass Corvette because I tell you, the pick the Corvette that was a sweet looking Corvette. It was like something Bruce Wayne would drive. Yeah, I've never it seen amazing. it. I, it almost looked like it had like a Kevlar finish. It was, but just yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's done. He's going to go to jail for a long time, and uh, he belongs there because he took someone's then, daughter away from him. You go to the exact polar opposite, which I sent to you. You actually saw it, but I think same time as I did. 19-year-old Maurice Sider, rookie of the month for the Detroit Red Wings. He's like, yeah, it's cool, but I just want to win hockey games. It, it, it's, I'll say it over and over. Hockey athletes are just 99% smarter because there's always going to be one or two, but it's so far and in, in few and far between. It's it's amazing how stuff like that differs from sport to sport. And it's I mean, you could pick out probably ten reasons, probably get called a racist for thinking about it or with backgrounds and all different F, you know, the backgrounds in all these sports. It's like the the mentality that these guys have, the choices that they make in like this, it just to me and you it seems like a no brainer. Cause like we got jobs to worry about, we got families kids like we just we have so much riding on a bad decision like that whereas and i think you said it perfectly like uh, regardless of whatever just at that age celebrity fame athlete millions of dollars you feel like you're invincible like oh nothing's gonna happen to me because i'll just pay my way out of it and and there's been examples in all sport like all all across sports like you know even hockey uh, hockey had a horrible scenario, but that was a coach, which totally different scenario, different crime, different horrible crime, but stuff is always going to pop up. But in cases like this, where it's a judgment call and they just to you and me, it's, it's, I can't wrap my head around how stupid some of the decisions are that these young rich athletes make, you know, football and basketball are the two that come to mind. And Let's let's take the sports and kind of dissect them a little bit. Let's take hockey and baseball. Not very often does a young man get drafted in the hockey, in the NHL or in the MLB draft and they're right. at and they're at their team that year. 
Mo Sider. Yeah, Mo, Mo, Mo Sider's a great example. He got drafted two years ago. Right. And he just made his NHL debut this year. Right. So even though and, and even though he was a first round draft pick, he's probably only making what three four hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, I, I don't know. I have to look it up, but you, you are correct right. with that. Like when they get drafted, they're not breaking the bank. No, they're getting paid. Ninety percent, ninety percent of these kids get drafted while they're in college, and in, in the MLB and in the NHL, because that's just how those systems work. Because there's so many of them, they spend some time in the farm leagues. They they understand and get an idea of what it, of what life actually is. Right. Football in the NBA don't do that, and I think that that's where most of these head cases seem to lie. Uh, what's the kid in? Um, Seven, uh, Philadelphia right now. Ben Simmons can't can't get along with his coach because my coach this and that. I don't want to play and blah blah blah. Well, I'm I'm sorry. We're only paying you like fucking eleven million dollars a year. We apologize for asking you to show up and shoot a round ball through a round hoop, right? Yeah, these these kids exactly. these kids and now it's going to get even worse because they they go through college where they basically live the life of Riley. They're they're big man on campus. Uh, they're on yep. TV every week, and now they, they they get drafted in the first round, and they're instantly making six or seven million dollars a year, and yeah. and they're twenty years old. They have no idea what life is actually like, and and you know what? <clears throat> the only way to appreciate life is to have it kick you in the balls consistently for several years. You know what I mean? There's a lot of us. Hey, and I'm one of them. I'll raise my hand. There's a lot of things that I know simply because I continually fucked up when I was younger. The difference was I didn't have a million dollars to piss away on a car to go out right. partying to drive 156 miles an hour. I'm also a little bit of a pussy. If I hit 45 in my car, I got to hit the brake. It's just all it's all there is to it. I can't I can't go more than 40. I live in Pinellas County. That's supposed to speed limit everywhere anyway. <laughs> right. It's just yeah. I, I I I would like to see the NFL and the NBA. It's never going to happen because the kids are about money, 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 money. But oh, there's also hey, there's also the franchises. Let's not mistake that. So are the franchises because in the NFL, it's win or not. It's win or you're done. Yeah, but there's also this mentality that comes from football players and basketball players about. And I, I'm going to say this, and I know it's going to come off bad, but it's meant in a totally non-racist way. It's all about swag. It's all about swag. And I see it in high school even and at the youth levels. Oh, I got to have these special gloves. That do those, yeah, do these special gloves help you? 100%. No, they, but they look cool. I'll, all right then. And that's, that's what it was. It was, about being, it was about being, you know, big daddy. And unfortunately, yeah. some young lady's dead, and that sucks. So we'll move on from that. I think you are breaking up on me. Well, there you go. I think you made a good wall. Well, I mean, yeah, that's all right. Your last, I mean, the last thing to say on this, and you, I think you made a great point. If you compare the NBA and the NFL to Major League Baseball and NHL hockey, baseball and hockey have a much more demanding transition from kid being drafted until you step foot on a pro field or in an NHL rink. Agreed. You got to grind through the minors unless you're someone like Dylan Larkin or uh, Raymond. Yeah. Who it's very few and far between that. A young, a young kid across the NHL, they're so hesitant to throw that kid into the pro arena because they're playing against men, and that's a physical sport. So they have to 
adapt their game because the speed of the game increases with every level, obviously. Um, and NFL and NBA don't do that. They're, they're, no, they don't. There is, I, think, I think it's the G League and the NBA. But high draft picks are expected to come in, produce, and win now. Yeah. Um, you know, very rare. I know that um, Kobe, I think, skipped college. You know, you get guys like even Shaq played at LSU. Yeah. And got drafted. Like he still had, he still played in, in college. Yeah. Not for full four years, I don't believe. But the transition in two sports compared to the other two, I think you made a great point that it's, it's not there. And I think that hurts. Well, in, in the N- NBA, you have to have one year of college. You used to be able to get drafted out of high school. LeBron, Kobe, I believe Sean Kemp was another one that, that, that did that. They went from this trip. But in baseball, you have to um, even if you you can come out as a high schooler, you can get drafted at eighteen years old. But at eighteen years old, you're not going to be able to hit that sixty four mile an hour knuckleball. I mean, you've got to. It's not right. just about I'm going to go out here. I'm going to run down six yards. I'm going to I'm going to wiggle and I'm going to turn to the right and I'm going to run it out. Um, and hockey's the same way. There's a, it's a there's a lot of physical preparation. There's also a lot of mental preparation. Basketball and football. Football, you have to be a certain age, but I think even that age now is not. It's based on when when you graduated high school. I, I don't know it, it's complicated, but yeah, it's. It's. I um, will. I will say this: as tragic as this story is, I will have to say that these types of stories are not happening as much as they used to. I agree. We used you're, to. You're right. There used to be a lot of this. Um, it's, it's something somewhere is working whether it be rookie symposiums or what, or rideshare programs or we'll pay for your ship. But it was just, I was really surprised because this went down fucking fast. Um, this happened last night and at like 7.30 a.m. this morning, the Raiders were like, you can go now. Yep. And I don't There's blame a, them. I don't blame them. I think a lot of the, the biggest reason why is that we're not seeing as much because I think to give credit to the NFL, the NBA and all that, like mo- mostly those two, I'm sure the other sports have it. I don't know for sure, but when these guys come in, they have to attend financial seminars, what to do with your money, what not to do with your money. Right, the rookie I, like, symposiums, yep. It's, it's, it's basically going to a class to how to acclimate from going to a college Division One athlete to a celebrity, basically. Agreed. A pro sports athlete millionaire. Yep, Pac-Man That's, Jones. Pac-Man Jones listened to that really well. I Yeah, and I mean, and even he is many – mess ups as he had he, i mean he grew up he eventually kind of figured it out for the back end but it happens and it's yeah but see that's what life does life teaches you whether you want to learn or not because you can right. only get kicked in the nuts so many times before you start going i don't want to be kicked in the nuts anymore this is starting to hurt well it's i mean it's like the old parent analogy for a kid yeah go ahead touch the stove what's gonna happen yeah that's hot. Shit. Don't touch it. Yes, Guess yeah. what? Not going to touch it again. Yeah, fair enough. Hey. Um, but there are those uh, that learn by reading. There are those that learn by watching uh, uh, others, and there are those that just have to pee on the electric fence themselves. Have you ever done that? No, I'm too much of a bitch. I have. I, I I'm good. You're right off my feet. I well, right off my feet. I understand electricity and have since I was a little kid. So electricity on my balls. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, Knocked it's, you uh, right off your feet. <laughs> I, right, right off my feet. I mean, I don't know. 
could explain the superpowers that I have now. I don't know. Maybe that was it. So if anybody out there wants to have the superpower of sarcasm and biting wit, just go take a take a piss on a on a on an electric fence and you'll be you'll be stone cold loaded. No, that's not the superpower I was talking about, Greg. What's your superpower? Giant Wang? We'll save we'll save that for the for, for the Patreon. Is that is that for the ladies? Oh yeah. Is that what happened to Ash? We'll save that for the Valentine's Day episode. Boom. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it was uh, I had no idea. And it was just the uh, it's you talk about pictures standing still and someone just taking a sledgehammer and hitting you right in the chest. Oh, I've seen the pictures. It's great. Um, it's great. It's, not, it's great to watch. Yeah, not great to do, especially as a freaking eight or nine year old kid. Well, as somebody who's been popped by 10,000 volts, I will I will defer to. Hey, to go back to your screw up and then you learn not to do it. Yeah. To this day, it only took me one time to change a ceiling fan and not turn the breaker off. It just took me once. Oh, just one time. You should only have turned the switch off. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. It that wasn't false. It was just a hot. It wasn't protected by a switch. Nope. Yeah, then you should turn the switch off or the breaker off. Yeah, it, it's yeah. I should have from now. On, anytime I've done it, I've always turned the breaker off. Fair enough. And I'm very careful to keep the wires separate and not touch them at the same time. I can't tell you how many of those I've done live. Oof. Once. Once. Yeah. Well, what happened was is you touched the hot wire and then something else that was wrong. If you just touch the hot wire, you're good to go. Oh, no. I touched. Hey, touch everything. Yeah. (laughs) Touch everything. Well, I get shocked enough to know. Well, not anymore because I'm a high-powered executive now. I get shocked enough to know that it only, only stings for a second. Yeah, so basically, long story short, it only took me one time. Well, that's good. I mean, that's right. good. Hey, it's life experience, right? Hey, life is working. The, the the natural selection is is coming through. We're, you know, you, I paid attention. I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud of you. Good for me. Good, good for, for me. you. Yes. Um. Picks. You want to do picks? Picks. Picks. Yeah. I'm right here. All right. You want to talk about any football or anything that happened last week? Nope. Sure don't. <laughs> it was a fucking rough weekend for football last weekend. Last week was a rough. Everybody that I rooted for lost. All of my teams lost. Mine All too. Mine Cross too. Michigan lost. I, I'm a Cincinnati fan now by default because of you, you fucking bastard. I can't believe I'm rooting for the Bengals. Blame, blame I like Joe Burrow for being so exciting. I like I like Burrow. I do like Burrow. Um, There's nothing wrong with their offense. Their offense is fine. Yeah, their defense offense. was fine until last week. They put up over 30 points. You can't blame. You can if you score over 30 points in the NFL and lose. That is solely on your defense. I will say this to counterpoint you. I agree with you. Ooh. I agree with you. Point counterpoint. However, the biggest stat line in football. And this was the Michigan game as well, is turnovers, and turnovers, yeah. and not necessarily the number, but where they happen. For instance, the turnover that McCarthy fumbled. All they had to do was get two first downs, and they've run out enough clock that Michigan State can't catch up. Un- yep. Unfortunate, it happens. Oh, um, Cincinnati turned the ball over in the red zone. I think twice. Yeah, twice. So, dumb. so there's six points, and they lost by three. So, also. I'm going to go ahead and 
I was trying to have a conversation with you on Saturday after the Michigan game. And Bad day. You, Not a good day to talk to, I know. to, to old Mike here. I know. Well, you know you know me. I always do the common hey, sense thing. And, and the, had to get a new end table. Uh-oh. And uh, you were upset about the officiating, which is understandable. And I was like, no, you can't. Let, it, me clar- let me clarify that. Yes, the touchdown that was taken away was you'll never be able to convince me there was enough there to overturn the call on the field. I agree. I agree. However, however, if the call was the other way on the field, you still cannot justify overturning it. They I, called a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown. And, however, and and they're doing a bunch of that this year. I'm seeing, and I don't like it. I don't. They're they're overturning it when it's like, well, I think he had his foot in. Um, I agree with not you. How it works. However, uh, however, the second thing, two things that cost Michigan that game. JJ McCarthy never should have been on the field. Agreed. Cade McNamara. Cade McNamara was hot. Had, had the game of his life, at, like career game. In I get. I have been a big fan of JJ McCarthy since he got there, seeing all his highlights and everything. This is not the game to do that. Indiana. Yes, Minnesota. Hell yes. When you're up Rutgers, by when you're up Rutgers by 28 points, when you're up by 28 points, put him in, and if it becomes a 14 point game, you put the starter back in. I, I, I agree, 100. percent that, that absolutely cost them that game is solely on the defensive coordinator, and I blame him because offensive or defensive, defensive coordinator, because he came from the Baltimore Ravens, where you have more time in the NFL to sub in your defensive line players if you choose to. You don't have that luxury in college. Michigan State, credit to them, went to an up-tempo offense. They were running fast. Michigan didn't have time because they're trying to make late changes. You can't do that in college. It's not going to work. So he learned a tough lesson that day. And I, I don't, for the life of me, how you not keep a safety deep on that fourth play, fourth down play. I, it's Michigan's soul. There was they lost that game for one hundred percent. But as we know, state always gets help somehow when they play in East Lansing. But whatever, if we move on, got to win out, got to beat Ohio State. You just got to win the rest of your games, right? What else? And. Gonna... Now we now he have a new end table, so that's good. What I was gonna say is, um, I was telling you about how officials don't win or lose the game, and they shouldn't win or lose the game. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Um, the officials should not make their presence felt. The officials are not there to change the flow of a game. The officials are not there to show bias or whatever. They're there to call penalties. Um, I will tell you that this weekend was – I had actually had a little bit of respect for the officials so far this year. Uh, they lost it all this weekend. Uh, that play – that that play in the Michigan game, if you call it a touchdown on the field, you have no reason to overturn it, like you said, period. The Jets and the Bengals, when a defender comes in to tackle you and the running back takes his head and lowers his head to hit the defender – that is not on the defender. That is on the running back. You can't. Correct. You cannot 
call that fucking you cannot call that. And that, that official cool. that official that called that penalty in the Cincinnati game should be fired. He he should be fired because there is no excuse for that. And I'm I'm a little biased watching the Bucks game. The fucking penalties they called in that game and the penalties that I saw that they did not call, that whole crew that whole crew should be forced off the skyway. I will go take the netting down myself so that they so that they can jump because that is the worst fucking officiated game I've ever seen in my life. Now, Brady turning the ball over three times did not help, but a guy gets up, makes a tackle and flexes and you throw a taunting penalty on him. He's f- walking away as he flexes. Hate uh, it. Uh, hey, Hate ref, it. just um I just want you to look at page 112 where I wrote the words go fuck yourself. What an ass hat. The refs are it's it's you're always going to be on one side of it or the other. If your team wins, you're going to you're automatically going to go to the excuse, "Oh, they're just bitching about the officials. The officials cost you the game." When Michigan Michigan State happens all the time. All yeah. the time. There's always a fluke play, but at the same time, why does this keep happening? I don't know about collegiate refs, but the NFL has a major problem with officiating, and that's because they're not full-time refs. I that's agree. a problem. And there's there's no real punishment that they can handle because the officials' union basically protects them from all that. Official gets graded in the NFL. The official gets graded on every play. You know there's 14 cameras in every stadium, and I may have that number wrong or right. I don't know. Check me, Brock, even though I haven't heard from you in a month. Um, you big silly. There there are like there are like fourteen cameras in an official in a in an NFL stadium. They're only used to grade the officials. And every official is graded on every play. Whether they should have thrown a flag, whether they should not have thrown a flag, and that's how they get their grading system that they do their playoff crews with. Um, you're right. They should be full full time uh full time employees. It's and the problem is there well, there's two problems. One, they're not full time officials. And I get there's, you know, well, I mean, let's see, 17 weeks, four rounds of play, four games after that, correct? Wild card, divisional, conference, Eight, Super Bowl. 18 weeks, four weeks of four weeks of playoffs. Okay. So let's 23, whatever the number of games is. And I, I get that there's 52 weeks in a year. Doesn't matter. There's there's clinics these guys could be going to. There could be Games, there's spring football that these guys could be going to. There are OTAs these guys could be going to. It should be a year-round job, a career for the NFL. And at the same time, all in this was a great point they brought up in the McAfee show because they, they talk about this all the time. All the best guys, all of their best officials leave to go to TV because they make way more money. That's a problem, too. You're going to lose your best guys because they want to take a TV job to get more money and they're not getting screamed at and hollered at every single week. Do you know how many people there are like me that have been officials for 15 years that are a lot better officials than I am that I know that would give their left nut and their right one to be that a is- to, to be a full-time official in the NFL to work all year and to do it for $145,000? To your point, that's exactly what they said. Uh, on the McAfee show. It's because now if you have a, let's just say salaried or incentive based, because if you make playoffs or, you know, you, you get to do the ad- additional season games. Um, if that's, people are now going to want that job. 
Because as of right now, I mean, those guys, like, who really wants that job? Yes, the money sounds great. But if you look at the whole big picture of it, if the league is not going to help these refs, which they can do with additional people upstairs, with the thousand different replays that they're, they have access to, how are these fuck nuts still screwing up instant replay? That's the one that I don't get. That blows my I mind. Give me that job. So these Put guys. Me in an air-conditioned booth. With a with a PlayStation controller, give me a 360 view, and I guarantee that I will get those calls at least 90 percent right, 90 percent of the time. Yeah, 95 percent. I agree because it's if you so don't see, you do because if you don't see something that's glaringly obvious, you go with the call on the field. It has to be indisputable evidence, just There's, like in a. Uh, there it, is it, no way that you should be able to look at a review for 15 minutes and then go, "Oh, hey, look, I found something." No, you got to see it and it be done. Um, yeah, here's, here's my biggest problem with it. My biggest problem with it, the guys that they let be officials are already like millionaires. They're doctors and lawyers and financiers Correct. and high power guys. There's no fear. What happens if they go I out and they really, Hockley was, was a, was an attorney. Wasn't Ho- Hockley was a lawyer. Yeah. So, um, you go out on the field and you really fuck up and they go, well, you know, we're going to have to punish you. And you go, eh, okay, I'll see you in six weeks. I'll just go hang out well, on my yacht. That's the other point that I forgot to bring up that I had in my head. There's zero, zero accountability. Yeah. None. I agree. You never hear of a ref getting fined. You, you, you never hear of a ref getting suspended. Do you remember a few years ago, and I think it was a college game, where something happened where they kicked a field goal, and the field goal was actually good, but the officials called it no good on the field. Right. They applied the rule wrong, and it cost the team the game. And afterwards, I think it was I think it was the ACC said, "Hey, we screwed this up. They totally missed it." But eh, that team still loses. And oh, that's what and, happens. And nobody's getting fired. And that's what happens in the NFL. Is there's all and shit. As a Lions fan, I'm well aware of this. You'll get an apology. You'll get an apology email Monday. And it happens week after week after week. And how these refs are just. And I'm not saying that the refs should get suspended or should get fired. I'm saying the league should put stuff into place to help these refs get it wrong. Hey, guess what? If a ref makes, let's just go to New Orleans and uh, the Rams. Was it the Rams? It was the Rams and the Saints. Okay, that pass interference call. I'm not saying that the ref that blew that call should get fired. I'm saying there should be additional support upstairs to ring down that buzzer for that headset say, hey, look, we have to overturn this. This was clear as day because that person up in the booth has the ability to look at that play slower, more thorough to make sure the outcome of the game is right. I've never understood people that have the argument, well, the human element's part of the game. Why the fuck is that part of the game in 2021 when we have all this technology? There's no other job where the human element is part of it. There's no other... There's no other job where you can go to and completely fuck it up and not be scared about getting fired. I, I, whenever I hear someone make that argument, I just I, I instantly say you're an ignorant idiot. Because why would you want the, in a league? Let's just say the NFL and college careers are on the line based on those calls. Well, you lost that game. Well, the coach is fired on Black Monday, or or what have you. I mean, it's. Hey, that game that you're referring to not only cost 54 guys the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, 
it may how much ha- money was lost. Uh, oh yeah, it may have changed uh-huh. who won that game because the Saints may have played better against the Rams or the the Patriots. There's a, there's a lot of stake, and and it's not like it was a holding call in the second quarter. It was a blatant pass interference call. I still to this day don't know how it was missed. Those guys, they, you there has there has to be some fear. If there's no fear for repercussions, if you knew, if you knew that you could not die, you're gonna do whatever you want. Oh, 100 percent. No, no fear of repercussions. There's, there's, right. you, well, fuck it. I'll just do whatever I want. I'll walk out in front of a bus. But if, it's um, and it's not just you know fuck the reps or anything like that. What, what I'm saying was should should in a perfect world, if I was commissioner, okay, let's just say the now I'm in charge of the NFL. The refs should have support. If they fuck up a call, you know what? It's a fast game. You're human. It's going to happen and does happen in every game on every Sunday, Thursday, and Monday. It's going to happen. You take that situation, you correct it upstairs because you have the technology, and then over the course of that next week, there's training because every person that has a job has to attend training. And what does that do? It makes you better. So when that next call comes up, you don't fuck it up as much. What does an NFL do? What does an NFL team do? They practice no. all week. They go out there, play their game on Sunday. They take Monday off. On Tuesday, they're in the film room discussing: Did we get this right? Was this the right call? Did you run the right route? And what do they do on Wednesday? They practice. On Thursday, they practice. On Friday, a light practice. Saturday, they take the day off. Sunday, they play the games. There's no reason officials shouldn't be doing that as well, especially for the money they make, for the money that the gate that they charge. And the money and the and the and the, and the and what's at stake? I agree. I see you. I I love that your face is in your hands because it's perfect. How are we smarter than Roger Goodell? Because Roger Goodell's not that fucking smart. We can we can look at the decisions that Roger Goodell has made, not in a business sense, but in a a betterment of the game sense. I challenge anybody to say that what we just came up with and the scenario we just laid out with wouldn't fix the NFL. Like that. You tell me right now. You tell me right now that you are going to have six hundred. Let's see. There's okay. Uh, let's do quick math. So please bear with me here. I gotta get. I gotta get it open oh. on my phone. Okay. Oh. We have Dude. so we have a maximum of sixteen games a week, right? Yeah. Sixteen games a week, times eighteen, and they run nine man crews. So let's go 11-man cruise so that you always have a couple alternates in case somebody gets sick or somebody hurts themselves. It's 3,168 3, people to, great, man, great. To, man, to man these games every week. Let, you, let, let me double down right there. Hold on. Not, not to cut you off, even though I just totally did. How many alternates on the sideline or in the locker room just in case? Two. Guess where those two alternates are in the booth. That's right. Reviewing calls. This is a penalty. It needs to be looked at. Um, so there's 3,168 men, people, right there. You tell me right now that you're going to pay these guys to work the regular season, and in the off season they get a month off. They come in to work for three months. months. I mean, they get a month off. Fine. They come in for training camp. We'll pay them two hundred thousand dollars a year. I will have twenty-five thousand people at your door tomorrow that are better than what you have because what that is going to do it's going to increase the pool the talent pool of referees and yes some refs are just better than others that's right some people have better perception of stuff some people can see things better 
that happened faster. Jesus, could you imagine being a ref in the NHL? No, because I can't skate. <laughs> well, not only that, but just the speed of the stuff that you have to recognize. And they miss shit all the time, too. Yeah. But they are pretty damn good at catching off sides. I mean, they catch – granted, there's two refs for each game and then two linesmen. It's um, you know the problem with you know the problem with NHL refs. There's there's not enough of them now. There's too much. It's like it's like me doing a high school game on a Friday night with five guys. Yeah, that's it's it, there's there's not enough of us. We we missed stuff, and the coach is like, oh, you missed it. Yeah, yeah, we fucking missed it. There's 24 guys out here. There's five of yeah. us. We can't yeah, see it all. Um, the NHL needs two guys like in bird's eyes nests or something that have the ability to press a button that can call a penalty, that can see something behind a referee for that cheap shot boarding or somebody skating behind the ref and smacking the goalie in the face with their stick. That's what the NHL needs. Their goalies on the ice are actually pretty good. And I have all the hockey that I've been watching in the last three or four years, I have seen very few shitty calls. I've seen some missed ones. You see a lot of missed ones. But that's not their fault because if you don't see it, you can't call can't it. Call. And how smart were they that – for one, every goal gets reviewed. Now, granted, a lot of them are clear cut. If it's a slap shot, it goes in. It's a goal. There's no delay. It's just, yeah, it's a good goal. Well, the NFL does that uh, now, too, and they should. People, yeah, but here's the difference. The NHL was so smart, they put a goddamn camera in the net. They can actually go in the net and look to see if everything, if it cleared the blue line or the goal, obviously, all the way or not. The NFL... How does every stadium not rigged with a sideline cam on every end zone, every goal line? Like I just, I the end of the four NFL years ago, four years ago, Bill like Belichick missing so many easy points to fix the game. Four years ago, five years ago, Bill Belichick put in for the rules committee. He put in that there should be a camera on the goal line on both sides, on both 100%. ends of the end zone, and there 100%. should be and there should be a camera on each goal post that shoots up behind it. So they can see it. How hard is that? The NFL said no. Do you know why? Cost. Yep. Really? You're worth trillions of dollars, and you can't come up with fucking six, eight cameras per. Put a goddamn webcam. The highest revenue league on the planet. Yeah. About the only thing. About the only sports thing that makes more than the NFL would be the WWE. That, but that's not sports, though. That, that, it's sports. I mean, I would, sports I would almost, I would almost guess soccer. But and I mean, not, worldwide, yes. Worldwide, how hard yes. is that to, to ref? Yeah, they, they replay everything there as well. But yeah. I, it's just the NFL. It's you're, we're just we're smarter, Greg. That's all there's to it. I, I you know what? And that's right. not just us. Fans get it too. You hear the same complaints every week, and it's like, yeah, he's fucking right. Yeah, but well, I, I don't, the only I don't league it. that seems to listen is the MLB. They're the only one that yeah. seems to listen, and their changes are like, are basically like you know a fucking band aid on a bullet wound at this point. Uh, the game's boring. Okay, we'll put a pitch a pitch a pitch counter in, or you know we don't understand how you miss this call. Well, we'll do replay. Um, you know, you love baseball yeah. or you don't love baseball. There's there's there is no. There is no in between with baseball. Even baseball people were up in arms over replay. It's yeah. like, are you fucking crazy? Because they mess it up a lot. Let's, I mean, perfectly good example. There was a there was a no hitter that was blown in Detroit a couple years back. I can't remember the pitcher or the the umpire at first base, 
in a no hitter, one of the hardest things to do in baseball was blown on a call, a routine call at first base where if they had replay, dude was out by this much. Yep. He was out by a foot and a half, two feet in the ref, the ump missed it and cost a guy a no hitter. To this day, if you go back and look at it, the ref said, or the ump, I keep saying ump or ref, but he, same thing. He, he missed it. He, he just, he missed it. That's a historic game blown by a missed call that could have been fixed in 10 seconds. Agreed. Agreed. Now, granted, they did implement replay. Good on them, but it's just these people that say, well, no, they shouldn't. Human element's part of the game. No, fuck not. It's not. Yeah. Not when you have technology that can make sure the right outcome happens. Well, the MLB implemented the, the instant replay. The NFL said, you know what? We're going to set up where we can review pass interference. It's really, it's really not that hard to review. I mean, I called no. I as an umpire on the field called pass interference in a game two weeks ago because I saw the push off in the end zone. And you know who questioned me? Nobody, because I called it. So why is it so hard to call if you've got cameras on the field? There's no way you can look at that play in that Saints Rams game and go, Oh yeah, that's legal. And think about it, you have no support at the high school level. It's all based on your oh. judgment, your eyeballs. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> It's it, it's it's a hard job. I mean, I've yelled at my fair share of um or refs in football games as a coach of stuff that I've seen that I see plain as day. But at the same time, now that I'm not doing it, like I get it. It's a hard job. It, this, it's this is the biggest problem. I did a game a couple. It was actually my last my last varsity game that I did this year until playoffs. And I should have a playoff game the week we after we get back. And um. On a passing play, my job is to watch the offensive line and make sure that you know there's no holding or whatnot. And when the ball is thrown, right. I'm supposed to watch the offensive line for a second, but I'm also supposed to rotate to follow the ball because we are short on men. So on a passing right. play, the pass gets completed. So I, I do what I'm supposed to do. I turn around. I'm watching the play, and all of a sudden I hear this, bam, pop behind me. So I turn back around, and there's a kid laying on the ground. And he's like, damn, ref, you didn't see that shit? You can't call that? Well, I know somebody got hit, and somebody probably didn't get hit legally. But guess what? My back was to the play. So I, I can't call that. I can't, I, I can't throw a flag on something that I assume. And he, he was pissed. And I'm like, look, hey, call, I said, calm down. Let me talk to you for a second. He's like, he hit me in my fucking head. I'm like, he might have. I said, but I got to be honest with you. If I don't see it, I can't call it. He goes, I, I get it. I he I understand. He says I I, I get it. And, so and, let me ask you this: at the high school level, in in your position, let's say the lineman sees it, or the the, the lines linesman sees it, or the back judge, or whatever. If they see it, can they call it? Of course they can. Okay, I I yeah. just wanted to make no yeah yeah of course. If you see a penalty, you can throw it. I mean, they have that whole you know don't fish in other people's pond and don't throw a penalty that's 40 yards downfield. But if you see it and it's blatant, you can throw it. But still get it right. Yeah, but see, we only have five guys. Well, in the NFL, when you watch, they have what's called the center judge now that stands back by the referee. So he's watching the same thing that I'm watching for. But when I turn around and my back is to the offensive line, he's still watching the offensive line. We don't have that. So in our on a passing play, our wings that are on the line, they have to go downfield with the ball because there's nobody right. downfield to see if he catches it, if he steps out of bounds, if there's pass interference. It's just... It's so there are things that you miss and right. I understand that at the high school level, 
at the NFL level, there's there's nothing that should happen on a field that somebody doesn't see. And that's that eye in the sky that you're talking about. And press that press that fucking button and buzz down and say, Hey, uh hey, Mr. Hockley, uh, I got some video up here that you need to go to the booth and look at. Yes, that slows the game down. And if it's a ridiculous holding call that's twenty five yards away from the play, that's one thing. But if it's a brutal roughing the passer play, then that shit's gotta be you gotta see that stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. It's um I mean, hopefully it gets figured out. I have zero faith that it will. Me too. But it, it, it is what it is. You just have to live with it. But It is know, what it whatever. is. All right. Let's do our picks. Moving on. Go ahead and cover how bad I was last oh, week. Oh, we were both really fucking bad last week. Would you say abysmal? Uh, I would say um, abysmal would be nice. I got one point. And you got one point. I got one point, and you got negative two. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> well, all you've done is repeated my week one. So last week you had the Cardinals over the Packers. You had Ole Miss over um, uh, Auburn. Your upset was Penn State over OSU. Uh, you didn't get any points for that. You had the Wings over the Panthers, which <laughs> that was close. That was close. It go to overtime. It did. And uh, your lock was the Bengals over the Jets, which yeah. cost you two points. Fuck which, off, Bengals. Just a, Bungles. Return of the Bungles. And what did I say last week? If the Bengals lose this week, they should pack their shit up and go home. I, they, I jinxed them. I'm very sorry. They should. All right. So my upset was the Lions over the Eagles. I said this is their week. It was It was not their – it wasn't even their fucking weekend. Um I had the Steelers over the Browns, which I got right. I had Michigan over Michigan State, which, my bad, I jinxed us. See why I stayed away from it? I missed it, yep. I had the Falcons over the Panthers, which I missed, and I had the Chiefs over the Giants, which I got right. So I got one point, you got negative two. So the standings right now are you have 15 and I have 12. Right on. It's a ball game. It's a ball game. Hey, I'm back in it, baby. You're back. You're you're back. (laughs) Back in it. Uh, I'll start this week. All right. I got Auburn over Texas A&M. All right. It's going to be a hell of a football game. Number 13 versus number 14. Auburn is really impressing me with the way they're playing. They're no what, Georgia what or Alabama, but. Do you know what time they play? I think it's 730, but I'll look it up while you. It doesn't you... matter because we'll be at our own game. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh-huh. Um, no, they might be a 330 game. Hold on. It doesn't matter because we'll be tailgating. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I am fucking juiced to get back to Ann Arbor. Just yeah. I bet me you are. Me, me too. That might be a 3.30. That's a 3.30 game. We might need to get I can't a fucking wait. TV well, hooked up. Uh, Jerry has a TV hookup at this spot. You, you, we, we'll be watching other games for sure. Sweet. Um, I'm just jacked for you to walk through the tunnel for the first time, come out into the open stadium to see I, dude, I can't wait. glory that is the big house. I can't wait. I got my fucking yellow. I got my maize Michigan I mean, hockey sure, sweater. And I got my I'm Tom sure, Brady jersey. I'm sure Doke is awesome. Like, it's cool. I mean, I, I would love to go to that stadium someday. But the big you house, will. it's like a small city. No, understood. And mm. that's why that's why it's such a big deal. You'll see. Um so we're just going to start off with here. I'm picking Indiana over Michigan. 
That's what you call playing for a win no matter what. You realize that they have their second string quarterback playing, right? Yep. All right. But if I pick Michigan, Greg, you know what happens? Michigan Michigan loses. They are going to prison sex me. Does that mean that I shouldn't tell you what my lock is for this week? No, take it. Go ahead. My lock is Michigan over Indiana. And I'm rooting for you to get those two points. That's only one point. If I miss it, I get I lose two points. Oh, that's if you right. get the you upset, if you get the upset, you don't lose it. You, you get two points, but you don't lose anything. I got you. All, All right. right. Fair enough. All right. All hey, right. Good luck. Hey, good on you. Good Thanks. on you. Hey, got it. Also, on my college fantasy football team, two weeks ago when I went and saw Florida State play, I picked, I have uh, Corbin, uh, Jashan uh, Corbin from Florida Thompson? State. From Florida State. He had two he had two touchdowns and 100 yards rushing. So this week on my when I played him this week on my college fantasy team I have Haskins playing. So he should have two touchdowns and over 100 yards rushing. So we we're good. I got it taken care of. Dude, those two running backs are fucking awesome. Might Just be the awesome. best might be the best tag team in the country. I think it is bar none. I, I don't think there's a better duo in the country. Um my lock of the week is the Bengals over Cleveland. They rebound big. Cleveland's hurting. Yeah, they're they're struggling. Um, that's funny because I have Cincy over Cleveland. Whoa, look at you. Yep. All right, so that's a wash unless I get it and then I'll get an extra point, right? Yes. No, if you no, if you get one point if you get it, you'd lose two points if you miss it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, your third pick. So my upset of the week. Jets over the Colts. That's balls. Magic Mike White. <laughs> Put him in the Hall of Fame right now. It's over Colts. That's ballsy. Yep. Um, my upset of the week is Purdue over Michigan State. Dude, if you, f- I, I don't even know what what I would if if that happens. Hey, they took I'm, down Iowa. I'm, now, granted. Iowa is showing us that they're not the team that everybody thought they were. Hey. Hey. I'm trying to give myself some juju. I'm trying to give us some juju, man. Trying trying to take care of it. Greg, if that happens, I will be so ecstatic. All right. Cheers. Cheers, son. Boom. Here's my courtesy of one Phil Eddy. Here's my glasses that he sent me. Farewell to the Joe, last season of the Joe Lewis Arena. Those are nice. And then it's also two glasses that came with for the first year of Little Caesars Arena. Boom. Which you will be at Sunday. Boom. I should wear my lightning shirt, right? (laughs) Guys, if you're not watching that on fucking video, you just missed a priceless, priceless double take. I have I have said I have set aside some money to buy myself a Red Wing shirt. So, Thank you very much. All right. Speaking of which, my next pick is the Wings over Vegas on Sunday. Nice. Because I can honestly say I have never been to a Wings game where they've lost. Wow. In in my memory, I can never I cannot remember going to a Wings game that they've lost. Nice. Even three years ago, when I went last trip, 
with the boys that you're about to meet, they won in overtime. And that was at the middle of their shit downtime, and they won in overtime. Beautiful. And I was in the first row on the glass with Nick. So wins over Vegas. Book it. What's Vegas record this year? Are they good? Don't know. Honestly, I, I haven't watched them enough. I, ha- I haven't um, seen I haven't seen them play yet. I look. It I up. haven't even look, I haven't really looked at the standings that much. I just I'm so excited about the Wings and the how, just how competitive they are that I've just been soaking in every game. Yeah, and we, they're actually in Boston tomorrow night, so that we've that's talk, a big game. We've talked about it a little bit. The the Wings are a, a, a much much improved team this year, which is good. I'm they're happy. Competitive. For, I'm happy they're, for you. They're, they're competitive and they're exciting. Yeah. And right now at this stage in the rebuild, it's. All like not not to be mean, they're they're still not cup contenders, but nope. but not supposed to be. They are significantly improved. If um, the season were to end today, they'd be in the playoffs, and that makes me happy. Nice. All right, here's my number five. Are you ready? Yes. I got the Chiefs over the Packers. Son of a bitch. I mean, it's easy to beat Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers isn't there. <laughs> Who's their backup? Um, Jordan Love from Utah, okay, so, Utah State. So, so we'll get to see this kid play finally. Yeah, yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, I'm still taking the Chiefs because they. I mean, you the have Chiefs to. have to rebound, right? Well, they won. They last, did get a win. They won last night, but it was the Giants or two nights that ago. Team it was the Giants. Not a sh- What's that? That team is not as shitty as the record. The Giants? I don't. No, they're they're. You know what? The I don't think the, the Giants Chiefs is. are as shitty as the. Oh no no, um. Okay, here's the problem with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been figured out by the NFL. Tampa Bay showed everybody how to beat the Chiefs. It happens with every. It happens all the time. It does. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay showed everybody that if you take the top off of the offense. And you take away Tyreek Hill deep, and you double Travis Kelsey, then the the Chiefs are in trouble. And what happens is instead of being patient and throwing the eight yard outs and the nine yard outs and the six yard outs, Mahomes gets greedy, chunks one. It's an interception. Or he tries to force it into double coverage, interception. Uh, the turnovers have killed them. They are still a good team. Their defense is fucking garbage. It's garbage. Um, one of the worst in the league, and yes, they are hurt a lot. They just traded for, they just traded for Ingram. What's that? Say that again. They, they just, their defense is just terrible. The defense is terrible. They did just make a trade to get a pass rusher. Yeah, and uh, they have guys that are hurt that will be coming back, but. Um, the bottom line is is that you're playing the Packers with no Aaron Rodgers, and that means you talk about a garbage team. Watch Love come out and throw for four hundred and four TDs. <laughs> what I'm just saying, watch it happen. Watch it happen. It wouldn't surprise me with that fucking defense he's playing against. In one of the leagues, I have Rodgers, and I did not have a quarterback to back up, so I picked up Tannehill. Dude, get so, the fuck out of here. All right, so Susan and I are playing uh, fantasy football in her, a work league for her this year, and she's killing it. We had the same exact thing. We had Rodgers go down today, and she says, who do I pick up? I said Tannehill. Because with no Derrick Henry, 
Have no running back now. Darren Hill's got Darren Tannehill's got to throw it right. And he's played well, but granted, they did sign Adrian Peterson, but he hasn't played all year. So what's he realistically going to do? Holy shit. Your connection is so bad right now. Granted, he's still Adrian Peterson. Yeah. But he's played all year because he doesn't have... You're frozen. I'm frozen. Right. Yeah. So so are you. So, You've been frozen on my screen for about. There you go. Two All minutes. Right. There it is. There you go. All right. Um. Yeah. There's our picks. That works. I have some Marvel shit that I found today. All right. Hold on. Hold on a second because this connection is really bad. All of a sudden. Let me make sure it's not me. All right. Take a break. You want to take a break real quick? Take a break. All right. Take a break, reset it, and then we'll come back and finish. Okay. That That's what she said. Hey, welcome back, fuckers. Yeah, welcome back. We apologize for the glitch. Um, I don't. I do. It's all Mike, Mike already determined it was my fault, so I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. 100% not my fault. Telling my parents that, so I'm all just right. going to stick with it. It's not my fault. So our forty-five minute episodes in an hour. All right. So let's roll. Well, we're almost. We're we're almost yeah. done since we're mail, since we're mailing in this week. Um, a couple things that came up today that I was pretty excited to talk about. All right, let's talk about them. Okay, here's your warning. These are leaks, which are also rumors. I'm not saying these are final that this is going to happen or anything like that. So it's Marvel related. So if you don't want to know. Fast forward now or pause it now. You got three seconds. Uno, two, D. Okay, there we go. So the Eternals, which for some reason, I cannot wait to see this. And by the way, if we have free time Friday, me, you, and Phil can go see the Eternals because they have an AMC theater down there with Dolby. All right. Throwing that out there. All right. But anyway. Apparently, the movie will end with severe damage being done to the ocean, which pisses off the Submariner. So apparently they're going to introduce the Submariner to Marvel. I pray that this is true. It's so awesome, it's probably not true, but we'll see eventually. Yep. Um, Another thing that I read that really, because you know how, how much I've been looking forward to Moon Knight. Yes. I cannot wait for this series. Like, I never thought, much like Deadpool, I never thought I was going to see him on any screen whatsoever. I thought I was just going to have to read him. So that series comes out, allegedly, there's no release date, but apparently next year. Ethan Hawke was obviously one of the actors that was cast in Moon Knight. According to leaks and rumors... I'm still kind of iffy on this casting, but it it could it could work perfectly. The main villain in Moon Knight is Dracula, which also paves the way to introduce Blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that happens, this could be incredible. Well, we know Blade's happening. Blade, we already well, know Blade is happening. This is how yeah. they, this is how they tie the universes together. They 
this is a way to say, hey, hey, here's Blade. And then that paves the way for a movie. What I mean, whatever, because, you know, we, we had discussed through text, obviously, with Richard that Dracula is a character that is a Marvel character, but I guess has been used in D.C. I didn't know that. Yes. The only reason I know that Marvel has is because I have a couple issues. I have a trade collection of Dracula and Deadpool, which yep. is freaking hilarious. Yeah, I can't imagine how it wouldn't be. Oh, God, it's so funny. Yeah, I mean, the steak jokes alone, I, you can put two and two together. Um, Ethan Hawke playing Dracula, it's... At first, I was like, eh, but he's a great actor. He can pull it off. The first movie that I saw Ethan Hawke in that I really loved him in was um, The Magnificent Seven with uh, Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington. Yeah. He was really good in that. And then that was the um, first movie that you saw him in that you uh, loved him in. What was that? that I really liked him in, like in the Purge, he was good. But I'm like, you're an idiot. Like all you're gonna pack is pistols and shotguns in the Purge. You deserve to die. Yeah, but when he's you been, he's been doing movies since that, the '80s, man. It's he's just he's just weird. I don't know. Like it's it's like you give or take like. Yeah, he's okay, but like when I saw him in the Magnificent Seven, I'm like, shit, he was good. Yeah, that was like, a good he remake. Was really good. That was a good remake. Um, I, I didn't like the I didn't like the fact that Denzel Washington was black in it, but other than that, I was okay. Yeah, he's really got to work on that. Yeah, I mean, come on, help us out here a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. When I read it, I was like, eh, but if it gives me Dracula and Blade, and it sets that up with Moon Knight, fuck. I, I'm all for that. Um, well, just, that that's not uh, a bad that's not a bad nemesis for Moon Knight to have anyway. Simply because they're hmm. both they're both pretty much cursed by the dead. M- yeah, Moon, Moon Knight is 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 basically gets his powers because of of an it's, I think it's an Egyptian god demon. That, Khonshu. Yeah. So Khonshu, yeah, I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's Khonshu. Sounds perfect. Yep. I've read enough of it. I, I know that's right. I just hope I'm pronouncing it right. But anyway, gotcha. um, I cannot wait for this series to come out. I just, I pray that Disney doesn't child this down enough because Moon Knight is fucking violent. Moon like, Knight, they need to give us a Moon Knight that would equate to the Batman that they we should have had years ago. They, they need to, you're right. They need to make this like, they will not, it go needs to be rated R. That, they won't go that that far, but if you give me a hard PG thirteen, I'm okay with it because there's no way they can do full comics because in the comics, he literally cuts faces off of villains. Uh-huh. I I'm I know you can't do that. I get that. No, you can. But, you can come over to the house. I'll show you how. Yeah, I mean it's you. Sh- you should have been here Saturday. I could have done it for you. Um, I mean my end table didn't survive. It was crazy. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm excited about it. When I read that, I'm like, what a great way to introduce Blade, which will then springboard it. Obviously he's going to get a movie. I'm that they've said, they've said as much, but a great tease for that character. I'm all for it. And then the last thing is, which we're going to watch tonight. If my wife ever gets home. The prequel to army of the dead came out on Netflix army of thieves, which is based on the guy that cracks the safes. It's out That's already. Out. Holy shit. 
That shit is out. Zack Snyder's not fucking around. No, d- dude, I'm all about Zack Snyder. I'm on a whole, like, I got to rewatch the Justice League. Hard it pass. The, it was the first 4K movie that I... What the fuck do you want? Oh, my God. The cat makes an Jesus appearance. Christ. Oh, he's... He wants some love. They, Rub his head. Dude, Come on, be no, nice. He just wants food. So you feeding. are a greedy bastard. This, see this affection here? This is fake. This is all fake. Well. Don't buy into his bullshit. Yeah, but that's, you know, it's kind of what guys do when they want stuff, too. It's not true. I'll cook. <laughs> I will cook. I don't think I've ever seen your cat that close to a human being. You know why? He wants food. Yeah, you. Um, and yeah, I mean that was basically it. There's really not much else out. I mean, Guys, for, just like to I said, just to put this in perspective, real quick, the cat just stuck its head in the picture and it was rubbing up against yeah. Mike's arm. Yeah. The first memory I have of your cat was the day that I came over when you were still living in Port Ritchie, and we watched Suicide Squad and Aquaman. And as we were sitting on the sofa. Yep. You literally threw something across the house at the cat <laughs> because it was being a bitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Damn. Yes. Uh, he's a jerk. Stupid energy. He's a cool jerk, but he's a jerk nonetheless. Why? Because he's a cat. Yeah. Hashtag fuck cats. Ooh. I just really miss having a dog. It's, that's not obvious. Yeah. It's not fair to the cats. I just miss having a dog. Understood. But I digress. Um, but I mean, but that that's all I got. There's really not much else. I'm really surprised that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is shitting all over the Eternals, but we'll find out soon enough. No, no, I know the story. I know the story. I, I read the article today. Okay. It's one of those fucking... All right. It's one of those um, uh, review dumps where... Okay, so the Eternals has... It's the first Marvel movie that has an openly gay hero. And there is an on-screen gay kiss, kiss, which whatever I don't give a shit. Whatever you do, I don't care. It doesn't bother me a bit. There's, I, I, I don't care. There are four thousand over four thousand reviews that have been posted by a group that's upset about it that have given it like the equivalent of a one star um, review on don't, Rotten Tomatoes. Don't care one exactly. way or another. So if you know that that's what that is, because it was on Screen Rant, if Rotten Tomatoes knows what that is, just go remove those. Even with all of those, it is, right. it, even with all of those, it is it is the lowest rated as of right now Marvel movie. However, it is still certified fresh. So, uh, Kumail was talking about it. Uh, Nanjiani, uh, Angelina Jolie was talking about it, and somebody else in it was talking about saying, "Look, you, you, don't." It's just like we say, "Don't look at the credit score it, or the, the the score. If you like it, come see it. If you don't, then then good to go." Uh, I think. How- I think it looks fucking sick. I think it looks. So I think good. it looks incredible. Um, <laughs> dude, you are really getting on my nerves right the now. The cat has now come into the opposite side of the screen. He's literally walked all the way around the world to get back to the other side of the screen because he wants food. Give him some vodka, bro. Cats love vodka. Yeah, apparently. Um. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see it. I think it, that last trailer that we saw that they brought out, it looks like an epic movie, just so like good. Dune was. Have you seen Dune yet? Sure. You have not seen it yet? I, I haven't. I haven't had time to oh, speak. 
no, I'm I'm happy about that because I kind of want to set it up to where I can watch it with you. Because yeah. I think you'll really enjoy it. We'll watch it at Phil's while we're drinking. I, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. Um, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, I'll go. God. God. You have to be mean. God. Um, but, yeah, Eternals, I, you've said it how many times? I'm going to see it because you you have yet to fail me. You haven't let me down yet. So you get a pass until you fuck up. And even then, we're still going to go. You know, like, um, well, I for, totally forgot about this, the Boba Fett trailer. Oh, my God. Didn't need it. Oh, my God. Holy shit, I'm glad I got it. And the Morbius trailer. March. Oh, my God. Guys, go watch the Boba Fett trailer and the Morbius. They actually showed the Boba Fett trailer during the football game Monday night. Um, also, on that note, if you're not watching Eli and Peyton call Monday Night Football, you're missing the best show on television. I don't even enjoy for the – and I've said it before. I, I'm i not as NFL invested this year as I have been in years past. I, I am in the Bengals. I'm all in on the Bengals. But Eli and Peyton watching a football game. John Stewart was fantastic. He was hysterical. Hysterical. Um, just a normal, I mean, clearly celebrity, but a a fan like us talking to them as a fan would talk. It, it's it's entertaining as hell, and it's unscripted, and that's it's like just three dudes watching a football game. It makes and it's fun. It makes people watch a football game that they wouldn't watch. I, do, Otherwise, I wouldn't be watching Monday Night Football. Yeah, not not the Chiefs and the Giants. I damn sure wouldn't be, even though it was I a could, fucking good football game. I could listen to Eli Manning break down a football game all day Sunday, all day. Him and Peyton, both of them are just. And you know like what? Just, As a Patriots fan, I hate Eli Manning, but I respect the hell out of him because. I felt like he should have won the Heisman. Eli Manning? Absolutely. Who did he lose to? Huh? Who did he lose to? I don't know, but I know that Ole Miss was nobody until he got there. Yeah. And then they were national champion contenders until he left. And then when he left, they were garbage again. I will will look it up and find out. But he's just just a a great football player. He's a great football player. And, And even though I hate that the Patriots lost to him twice... Um, I am not that guy that will be like, fuck that guy. He, he, he deserves to be in the hall of fame. Those guys know their shit and they're smart Yeah, and they are fun to watch. And when they're picking on each other, it absolutely craps, cracks me up. It's Peyton is next level. Peyton is, is absolutely is. next level. He's more entertaining than Eli, but Eli is still an, an incredibly smart quarterback for sure. But, um, that was, that's all I got. That's all I got. That's it fucking wrap this up and get the fuck out of here that's what i'm talking about you guys have a nice week and uh we'll have some nice stories for you when we get back we will probably do an episode later in the week next week um Mm -hmm. we will probably not post on monday uh because we will be flying in so i'm thinking wednesday or thursday again depending on how work falls um we appreciate your support all of you that are patreon sponsors and and all that stuff we really 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 thank you very very much um I got a couple of texts last week about uh, can somebody let Mike know that I have a challenger I need a uh, warranty on. <laughs> what? Yeah, I had a couple of texts. Hey, I, need, I got a challenger I need a warranty on. Can can you let Mike know? Who texted you? James. Oh, so hey, so they're listening. Thank you, James. Yeah, yeah they're listening. 
So we appreciate you guys yeah. very much. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. Blown engine. How about and, that blown engine? <laughs> so I'm going to guess you do not uh, need the warranty, sir. I'm going to go ahead and hang the fuck up right now. <laughs> so you don't cover O-ring. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> All right. You guys have a great weekend. And go blue. Don't be a dick. But go blue. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry, literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.